It's Friday for Today, folks, we are going to every single Robin's Donuts in Winnipeg. Just kidding. Been there, done that. Hi, Rogers Moore here, the Manitoba Show Podcast, bringing you Manitoba Gold every Friday. And I know it's a Wednesday. Uh, it's, everything's ass backwards now, kids. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Ever since I dropped today's focus, which is the interview with Nazari, Winnipeg actor, Young Hollywood North... <laughs> Winnipeg actor Nazari Demkovic. It's been topsy turvy around here. I haven't been able to focus on, on, on the episodes, on the episodic shows. The uh, just because it's just uh, it's crazy. It's a crazy year. I'm a procrastinator. I am a prof- professional castinator. What pro procrast procrast? Bleh. But that's what I do. I, everything is always last minute with me. I can't help it. It's hard. I, you, you're probably the type of person who does Christmas shopping in April. Or has that special place in the house where you see something that that you know would be the perfect gift. You, you have a little spot in your closet. Maybe it's a box in the bottom hidden at the back. And you put stuff in that little box and you just hold on to it. You hold on to it. <clears throat> My buddy Keener had a baby... And I have still yet to give him his welcome baby to the new world gift basket. I got it together yesterday. Still have, still need a card. And it's really cute. It's like a box of chocolates. And it's a little uh, snowman uh, green scarf and top hat. Like a little carrot nose plushie. And for the dog, there's some dog treats. Very, very nice little gift basket. As a matter of fact, my significant other says I should going into the gift basket business. And I'm like, no. See, it's funny I just mentioned that closet thing because last year when someone gave me a gift basket, I don't throw away the basket and the wrapping. I put that. That's what goes into my box. I don't necessarily buy. I don't. I don't have a spot to right where I shop things and put it in a box. I keep the wrapping and the bows, that kind of stuff. I keep that. I keep all that. And then a year, year or two later, I'll reuse it. And that's what I did with this gorgeous gift basket. What the hell am I talking about here? The focus is Nazari. I just wanted to kind of highlight it again. I mean, I could repost it a thousand times saying check it out, but Robbins, not Robbins. Not my style. Uh, just one shot, here you go, there it is. But that's not how social media works, right? If you're following somebody, isn't right now, don't they have, like, I wish it was back when it would always be the most recent post anyone did. Whoever you're following would be the most recent post. But no, it's like from two days ago, six days ago, 23 minutes ago, blah, blah, blah. So I thought I'd just talk about this interview again. And uh, it's good. People have said it. And I thought it would be fun to maybe go over the process of how it all came together and maybe add in a few extra little bites because it was a long interview. I always try when I'm interviewing someone to look at the clock and not go over an hour of talking because it only makes things more difficult for me being the editor of the audio. And if I don't have enough because all these interviews are hour shows and you take away the monologue and the opening bit and and the closing bit now and you know generally you want about 53 minutes 54 minutes of, of solid 
talk action. <laughs> Solid talk action in color. So uh, this one was like more like an hour 20. So there was a lot I cut out. And I'm always wondering if that's... Should I even be freaking editing? I mean, sometimes I think, oh, the interviewer e I should say, interviewee, they're, <clears throat> they're not going to appreciate me cutting up words. It's not like I have them come across like, um, I am a big penis. <laughs> not, it's not happening that way, right? But, uh, but I think I, I always try not to, if I edit a sentence, I don't cut it off halfway or this, everything that they say that they mean is still there. But sometimes I just have to cut out complete subjects. For instance, in this, uh, you know, Nazari says he's Ukrainian, his family's from the Ukraine, and how he only spoke Ukrainian uh, as a young <clears throat> baby and toddler and kid until he went to school. Uh, and we started talking about the Ukraine, talking about the war, and Nazari gave uh, some thoughts on the matter, And but I did not include it for two reasons. One, generally on this on uh, the show, I try to keep everything positive. It's an entertainment show. It's like popcorn fluff in my head, and I just don't want to make it like too complicated. Or, or... And, and the second reason is because I'm just an idiot. I'm so dumb, and like I don't want to have this on the internet forever with me making stupid comments. Or and I know it's all there anyways, but like it could be a lot worse, folks. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but let's check out uh, what Nazari had to say about uh, the war in the Ukraine. I'll drop it right here. It's a crazy world that we live in in general, like yeah. like in its entirety, uh, to think that we have one planet and unfortunately these crazy things are going on mm -hmm. all over the place. Right. So yeah. I do hope for a future one day where we kind of just sit down and try to move forward as a human race. And here's a little snippet of what... Nazari had to say about uh, President of Ukraine, Vladimir Zelensky. He was an actor and a comedian, and he played all these roles, and one of the roles, as you say, was the leader of the country. Yeah. And I don't know if that's manifesting, if that's just the universe <laughs> playing a crazy joke or something. That but the most extreme method yeah, acting exactly. I've ever heard of. You know? <laughs> exactly, exactly. But, <laughs> but he's in a position right now where he's honestly someone who's he has a lot on his plate mm -hmm. and just what he's going through is is insane it's unimaginable yeah and so huge props to him so there you go just a, one out of i don't know 30 or 40 bits that did not make the episode and speaking of which that's what we're here for let's talk about the episode let's break it down as we go through it and uh the, share the process so the first thing actually the very first thing i did with this episode is find the uh, just a little, uh, at the beginning of every episode of a guest, I like to have a little, just a tiny little thing to open up the show. Something, if they're a stand-up, uh, one of their jokes. In this case, Nazari's an actor, so I used a little short little take in Elevator Game. And I'm not quite sure how, I, if I stole it right from the movie, like, or, like, Elevator Game, or if I found it on a trailer, I don't remember, but... Yeah, usually I have to uh, YouTube to MP3 the file, copy it, and then put it on... I use GarageBand, put it on GarageBand. But anyway, so right from the get-go, I thought, this is a neat little quote, and I liked it. 
So I thought, you know, I'm going to use that. So that's the beginning. That's Nazari from Elevator Game. And then it goes right into The Devil. The Devil, I think, is always kind of nice to introduce <laughs> the show. Just basically name the show, remind people who's on the show. Um, have the title of the opening, of the closing bit. God damn it, I gotta still, I gotta change that. Closing bit works better, right? I think so. As a closer. Originally, it was an opening bit. If you don't know, uh, with each and every interview, I like to try to get inspired for some sort of entertainment bit, comedy, song, skit, commercial, parody, whatever. And uh, usually I would do it right after the theme. But... I change it to the end, which I think the flow is just better. I always felt bad where I'd be like, okay, here, here's a guest. Come check out the show. But you have to sit through my hour or my minute and a half bullshit. And I was always like, what if the guest doesn't even like it? I don't tell them. I don't share it with them. So I tacked it on at the end. I think it works a lot better, especially if you, if you, if you, if you're there for the guest and you want to get right to the meat and potatoes, as I like to call it. Anyway, so the devil introduces the show, quick little thing, and then you get the theme, which I've been using for six years, I guess, which I love. The theme is still one of my favorites. It has samples of people saying Manitoba from television shows like Northern Exposure, uh, Get Smart, a few others. And uh, the song is called Check Bounce. It's a song from my old band, which uh, which I still love. Pretty cool. Sparkle. And then we go into now uh, the monologue, which is just me talking. It's that's the last thing I usually will record because I always because the show has to be an hour, and I'm going to get to the the editing process. But that that opening monologue, I figure that's the easiest thing to to shorten to expand on. Whatever time is left, I need to fill. That's what the, I do with the monologue, and the monologue is just welcoming everyone kind of telling people who's on the show, um, how it went down, uh, a reminder to subscribe and like and share, and no one ever does, so <laughs> it's, always, it's always like, here we go again. But um, yeah, and then from there, you get the KLF sample, a little sample in between the monologue and the uh, interview. I always throw in KLF, the jams, or, you know, they're just my favorite band ever. So I throw in a little snippet, try to change it up every time. Even try to reflect on the snippet as uh, the, that the guests would like. Some, I don't know. It doesn't always work. Anyway, and then the interview. Now, as I said, Nazari was about an hour 20, and I have to whittle it down to about 53, 54 minutes. And there's no rhyme or reason to it. I just start listening to it. Generally, a day or two right after the interview. And then I just know in my head that I have to edit 25 minutes out of this thing. So I just do, I just listen and I'll edit. And for the most part, it works out great. Sometimes I'll edit too much. That's the worst thing you can do is like if I edit a half hour, because you don't want to have to double back. You don't want to do that. And also when I say edit, I mean I like try to take out little pops, uh, a lot of you know, you'll hear that. I try to take those out when I edit. Um, generally, it's a lot of that. I, I try to take out the arms on, on my part. I try to edit out me as much as possible. Although I realize that sometimes I've done that too much on the, like, say, the J-Rod episode. There's <laughs> not a lot of me. Uh, but I think that works best. We're here for the guest, you know. 
I want to ask the good questions, but I want them to pontificate on the great answers that they're giving. So, um, yeah. And I remember that trampoline episode. That was one where I edited way too much. And then I'm like, oh, my God, I got like 12 minutes to fill. <laughs> Ugh, that's, uh, that's a redo, that trampoline. I'll get to that one day. Anyway, let's wrap this up quick. So, yeah, so I edited I edit it. Um, actually, in the case with Nazari, I had real issues with the editing because once you get to the end of it and you have to move, shift the entire thing, if you want to, like, take out, like, a second, you have to click on each and every little edit piece and then, yeah, and then, uh, whew, that's tough because that, that even that could take, like, five minutes just to select each and every little piece. So I had a little trouble with that, but anyway. So then after that, then I have to add in the sound effects for the actual money shot, the 100 question rapid pace five minute deal. And that's where I gotta put in the time, I gotta put in the, uh, the, uh, the actual devil again who introduces the money shot there, tells what the jackpot is, and I always have to go back to the other episode, I never remember, I never write it down. I think it was eight bucks, something. Uh, and then go with a hundred questions and the end there and then the uh, closing bit and I knew I, I remember thinking like I want to do something with elevator game and it's always funny because you or at least for me uh, I, I keep thinking about it what can it be can it be a song elevator game elevator game that was just in my head for like a good week and I couldn't all I could think about was just doing some sort of not commercial parody. What was it? I had something going through my head. I'm going to stop it for a second. Oh, yeah, I had to think about it. I remember I wanted it to be like a board game, elevator game, board game. I was trying to think game. And But you always, like, I, I was just like, you, when you know what it is, you know it. If you, if you don't have that, that's it, then I usually will keep trying to think. I won't, you know, I won't commit to it until I think, okay, well, that's that's the idea. Which was the case this time, where I was just like, ah, board game, something. And then, I was like, once once I was, like, breakfast commercial, you know, they have the movie tie-ins, TV shit, like Pac-Man cereal, Mr. T cereal. I was like, ooh, yeah, that'd be funny, elevator game <laughs> cereal. And I think it turned out pretty good, especially that, and I was... And then, um, it just took a long time to get that together. And then when the kids uh, were over and I asked them to help, it was so... That was a, that was a lot of fun. We actually had my daughter swearing her, her head off like she has Tourette's, like <laughs> when she's screaming in hell. And I'm like, I can't play that. I can't play that <laughs> on this thing. I even took out a few curse words I did that I was like, that's a little inappropriate, you know. Sometimes I get a little too comfortable in my vulgarity, and uh, it was nice to reel it back for a change in an episode. Yeah. Anyway. That's a look back at the episode Nazari Demkovich edited in Demkovich. God damn it, edit out shoots on showbiz. And I originally was like shoots on uh, Transcona, shoots on. Um, I try to get whatever the essence of the show is. And I was like shoots on. What was the other? Oh yeah, shoots on auditions and then just became showbiz. You gotta love the shoot and the showbiz. It works out great. It's super. There's your Friday foreplay. Thank you for listening. I always appreciate it if you uh, click on anything I'm doing. And uh, once again, if you haven't already, check out Nazari's interview. I love that show. It's a great episode. And then we're going to get back on track. Probably tomorrow I'm going to get out the Tuesday titter. Or a... S what's it called again? Sunday swallow loop. And 
Have a great day, guys and gals. Bye. -bye.